oftentimes in life, circumstances require being viewed from alternate perspectives in order to gain new insights and awareness around them. Like stepping back from a painting of little shaded squares until it reveals the clear intended picture. Welcome to Pixelated Perspectives, the podcast intended to offer new perspectives into your health and overall well-being, explained through the lens of German New Medicine. I'm your host, Tanya Verquin. I'm an artist, family woman, and nature and life enthusiast. So let's get into it. Well, welcome, everybody. I am so pleased to welcome Danny Carroll to the podcast today. Danny is an author of a brilliant book um, that I recently had the pleasure of reading, um, and it's called Terminal Cancer is a Misdiagnosis. Now, reading this book is an exceptionally good use of time, and I know a lot of listeners are going to want to get this book. They're going to want to share it. They're going to want to leave reviews on it uh, when it's available to purchase. You know, there isn't anyone who hasn't been impacted by cancer in some way, and without being aware of what the body is actually doing, you know, without being aware of Dr. Hammer's scientific discoveries for most people, getting a cancer diagnosis is probably the scariest news they could hear. So that is why I'm so excited that Danny has agreed to join me and share a little bit about his book, um, to share his own personal journey and really just to help keep this important body of knowledge of German medicine or Germanische Heikunde from being taken away from us. I love meeting and connecting with other people in the community, just getting conversations going, listening and learning through everyone's own personal experiences. So Danny, thank you so much for joining me. Absolute pleasure, Tanya. It's a joy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, well, it's a pleasure. And I would love if you could just start just by sharing, you know, a little bit about your story. Like what was life like before um, learning, you know, this, these scientific discoveries and, and then what led you to writing the book? I know you have a fascinating story and it was impactful for me to listen to. So I'd love if you could share that. Okay. So let me, let me address your first question first. What was life like before learning these medical discoveries? And I can probably summarize that with, um, 15 years of bad back, um, 15 years of IBS, um, all sorts of health challenges that I really had no ability. And it, I mean, with my bad back, for example, I would at least twice a year spend between a week and a month working from my bedroom floor because I could literally only barely crawl to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um and that, and the most frustrating part about that was that you never know what causes it, right? So, mm-hmm. unless and until you know and understand the cause of a problem, then there's nothing you can do to either avoid it, address it, or try and try and resolve the issue. So, I like like most people, I had many chronic health issues, whether it was bad backs or whether it's IBS or various different uh, encounters with with cancer myself, right? I mean, I've, <clears throat> I've had a I've had lung cancer. Um, my my lung collapsed um, and I should have died, but I didn't. Um, 
I've more recently I've had testicular cancer, I've had jaw cancer, and I currently have skin cancer. Um, so I've I've been through all of these experiences myself. Um and pre-learning this medical knowledge, and it was you're hopeless, you're helpless, right? There's absolutely mm-hmm. nothing you can do to <clears throat> to understand either the cause of the problem or the correct course of action in order to be able to fix it or stop it coming back again, right? So my life was just like everybody else's. Mm-hmm. Um I I started studying cancer in 2005 so I'm sort of like 18 years into studying cancer I had a I had a a very close friend she was diagnosed with cancer Um, she didn't have the money to to pay for the treatment I live in India right and in India if you don't have money and you don't have health insurance then you know you're out of luck, right? I mean, you can lie in the streets and die, and people just step over you on their way to work, right? So, um, if you don't have if you don't have money here, then there's nothing you can do. So, my colleague and close friend, she didn't have the money for this cancer treatment or the insurance. So, I ran a marathon and raised money from friends and well wishers in order to fund her treatment. And I mean, she was delighted at the time, right? And I mean, honestly, when she went into hospital, although the doctor said she was sick, she looked pretty fine to me, right? So mm-hmm. anyway, she went into hospital. She had she started uh, she started chemotherapy treatments, and she used to message me from the hospital saying, "Danny, I I don't know what these doctors are doing." but it feels like they're putting poison in my veins, right? And at that point in time, I had, I, I I knew no better, basically. So I encouraged her quite strongly to continue with the treatments. And basically, she had three rounds of chemo and she died. Now, at the time, I, mean, I was devastated, right? I mean, the fact that I both financed and ensured compliance to her treatment left me at a point where I felt highly responsible for her leaving long before it was here. And she was only in her early 60s. Um, and and she died in this treatment, right? So at that time, I then said, right, as you do when you're in your early 30s and you have no you know, I'm, I work in finance. Um, I'm not a doctor. Uh, I had no history in, in either traditional medicine or alternative medicine in any way, shape or form. Mm. Um, so I said to myself, okay, I'm going to go and find a cure for cancer, right? As you do. Um, so that was in 2005. Um, I spent seven years studying every proposed cure for cancer right and whether it was whether it was nutritional healing or emotional healing or spiritual healing or energy healing and and ayurveda and homeopathy and conventional medicine i mean i i 
I went through all of those modalities. But the the problem I found, Tanya, was that in all of the modalities, you could have two patients with exactly the same diagnosis. And you could put them through exactly the same treatment protocol, whether it's nutritional healing or emotional healing or whatever, right? And the problem I found was that same treatment, same diagnosis, and every time one person would live and one would die, mm. right? And there was, there was never an explanation as to why that was the case. And I hunted and dug and hunted and dug, and I could never find why that was the case right so in 2012 i had a i had a a health crisis another one i have many of them right <laughs> but in 2012 i had a health crisis for six months my entire body was riddled with golf ball sized knots right my calf muscles my thighs my arms my back everything right and and again i had no idea what caused the problem and i'm and i'm a keen marathon runner right and at this point in time i could barely walk let alone run right so i was in physio <clears throat> i don't know whether you've ever had the pleasure of having knots ironed out of your out of your muscles in physio but basically what they do is they use their elbows right to literally you know what ironing is right you've done the laundry and stuff but well, they do the same thing with your muscles with their elbows right so they're like this, <laughs> and it's excruciatingly painful right and i would go in have the i have the knot signed out come out with great big bruises on my muscles right because you're using extreme pressure to, uh, to iron these knots out and i go back two days later and they've all come back again right and I'm on this excruciatingly painful merry-go-round for six months. Now, um, a bit of context. <clears throat> At a time, a couple of years earlier, I'd separated from my, my ex-wife and I was in a new relationship. Um, my current partner was on a two-year posting in my hometown. And her next posting was 10,000 miles or a, like a 40-hour journey from from home so we agreed that when she left we would hit splitsville and whatever go our own separate ways right but that didn't go very well right because we'd be we'd become soulmates right so we got we got to the point where we definitely needed to split up and it wasn't going well at all so we made a really insane decision that we would attempt to do a long distance relationship right which was basically between india and south america right mm -hmm. between in india and, and chile which yeah i mean chile is what like a 13 hour flight from dc right i mean so it's a long way from everywhere right yeah. anyway <clears throat> so friday evening and six months prior my entire body was riddled with these golf ball sized knots. I wake up on a Saturday morning and oof, they're all gone. Right? Yeah. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> wow. How did that happen? Right. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that's like 
I don't know what just happened, but that's amazing, right? Absolutely. The only difference between Friday night and Saturday morning was my girlfriend and I had drawn a mutual conclusion that spitting up wasn't possible and we would try a ridiculous long-distance relationship and whatever, we'd just see if it fizzled out, right? Yeah. So that was the only difference. And then from Friday to Saturday morning, for six months prior, I had all these knots in my body. Saturday morning, all boosh, gone. So, like, wow. so at the time, were you, because that is like exceptional. I love it's that a, story. It, it's it's mind blowing. Right? <laughs> yeah. When I read it, I was mind blown. And then when you tell it to me, I'm, I'm mind blown all over again. But did you, so this is what we call like, you know, the doctor's call, just a miraculous healing, you know, spontaneous healing. But did you at all make a correlation or wasn't it, was it till after you learned GNM and then you made that correlation of what, you know, what the resolution was, what that shift was that caused it to go away? It's a very interesting question that doesn't really have a straight answer. What I did know is I I was able to conclude that my mind had the ability to both cripple me and give me back my health at the snap of my fingers, right? But I had no idea how, what, why, you know, the, it, my, my understanding was purely at a 40,000-foot level. Where I said, right, okay, that is insane. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that happened. But I really want to find out, right? Right. So that 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 was it. And 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 I had a, I had a an intuitive hunch that if my mind had the ability to put these huge knots in my body, and then boom, they just gone like this, right? I mean, if if my mind could do that, then there could be some similar mechanism that existed between the mind and cancer right so what i what i plan to do is i plan to do a phd i was going to take a few years out i was looking for a university i was looking for a university that had both a medical specialization and a psychology specialization and what i was planning to do was to build a bridge between the two departments to see if i could find understand what this mechanism was right or if there was a mechanism um, in the process of trying to find that university, um, I found Dr. Hummer. All right. And I'd been I'd been in I'd been have, having already spent enough years in um, studying alternative modalities. What I'd learned along the journey was that when when a doctor is doing extraordinary work in an alternative modality, I mean, typically my experience was that they're on, you go online and, oh, they're crazy and they're a Nazi and they're Mm -hmm. anti-Semitic, they're a murderer, something, whatever. And so what I've learned is that the more noise there was around a particular modality or doctor, you know, trying to discredit Mm -hmm. a certain modality, it was a lead indicator to me um that there was value hidden under the hood right Absolutely. and when i and when i found when i found dr hummer um so he was reported online to have a 92% success rate in healing late stage and terminal cancer patients using a form of mind body 
medicine, mm-hmm. right? And then when I went online, oh my lord, how much of you know anti-Semitic, crazy Nazi murderer, yada yada yada, all all of that stuff, right? And I'm like, wow, there must be some real value under the hood here. I need <laughs> to understand more. Right? Exactly. <laughs> it's quite, yeah, you have to you learn to be a little counterintuitive in this space, right? Because yeah. You know, because of the nature of the society and systems we live in. Um, so I've now I've now spent the last 10 years um, studying Dr. Hummer's medical findings. Um, and they are truly extraordinary. Extraordinary. I mean, Tanya, I've got some of the craziest stories, right? I mean, some mad, mad, crazy stories that like these like these golf balls right just sort yeah. of disappearing right um but the the findings are extraordinary so i have now spent the last seven years helping terminally ill because I, I mean i'm not a doctor right i'm mm-hmm. a vent, venture capital investor right or used to be i'm now becoming an author and a publisher right but that's work in progress um but I've spent the last seven years helping terminally ill cancer patients for the most part mm-hmm. when doctors had sent them home to die yeah. um, to help them to fully recover their health. Not all of them, of course, because some people can heal themselves and some people can't, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so my my journey has been now learning to heal my own cancer and learning to help others to heal their cancer mm-hmm. so i'm i'm a very analytical i'm a businessman right i'm an investor i've been an investor so you know i'm a i'm a i'm a process guy i'm a nuts and bolts guy i need to i need to understand input process output what goes in how it processes how it comes out what causes a problem how do you fix it right i mean all really simple stuff right now the as i mentioned earlier the the problem i had with other modalities was that number one you could have one person live and one person die and there's no explanation as to why but the other problem i faced is that you know, in business, if you want to solve a problem, you have to understand the cause, right? And then you have to stand, understand the process it goes through and then the, how it comes out, right? And the critical part of that is understanding the cause, the input. Now, mm-hmm. all of the other modalities, whether it, and it, this is not exclusively on the conventional medicine side, this is also on the alternative medicine side as well, right? Mm-hmm. None of the modalities could could tell me, right, this is the cause of the problem. And this is what happens in terms of this triggers it, and then it goes through this, and then it comes out like this. I mean, I just need, you know, I, I can't take leaps of faith, you know, that, oh, yeah, yeah just just believe and it'll happen and all that. I, I, I can't live with that, right? I have to understand it. And the only the only healing modality that I've been able to find without exception um, that gives you detail in the weeds for every organ, for every part of the body of the cause of the problem. And then each step it goes through 
is is Germanic healing knowledge or Germanic new medicine. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible because, well, it really is. It requires a, a paradigm shift, doesn't it? This understanding that because it's so 180 degree different than what we're conditioned to believe, you know, through conventional medical narrative of of diseases, quote unquote, or, or cancer being, you know, malfunctions and mistakes within our bodies. And so to understand, you know, specifically that first biological law that Dr. Hammer discovered was, you know, that's the, that's the root, that's the linchpin. And so, mm. like you said, it, there's no exception. And that's what's so incredible. And that's what's so life enhancing about this, this body of work, because if amazing, without amazing. it again, yeah, you're, you're lost. You're at the, the mercy of, of doctors or somebody else to heal you. I guess what I'm getting to is it's, it does require a paradigm shift. And do you find that when people come to you to, for your help and in understanding this, just understanding their cancer and how to go about resolving and feeling better, do you find it really hard to help them make that paradigm shift or, or are they like so beyond desperate that they have tried everything and they're willing to just think a different way from this? This sounds weird, right? Um, and it is a bit weird, but it is what it is. Um, because I'm not a doc. So you imagine, right? So do I I have I have cancer? Do I go to Danny, some venture capital investor in India who heals <laughs> cancer patients as a part-time as a hobby and doesn't charge anything? Or do I go to, you know, Johns Hopkins and go to, you know, the US's leading oncologists in America? I mean, it's absurd, right? So there's 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 no debate on that. So, for the most part, the people who come to me for help are the ones who have no other options, right? Whatever. For the most part, doctors have sent them home to die. Mm-hmm. That's it. Nothing more can be done, right? And what what I what I discovered is that it's not. It's not until we're really at the precipice of destruction that we really become truly open-minded and we can then start listening to alternative suggestions and understanding of our biology and how we function and what we need, what causes problems and what we need to do to fix them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. Before that, I mean, I, I mean, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't look for what the only people who come to me, the people who come to me via word of mouth, right? Mm. I mean, I don't advertise or anything. I've, I've only now just put up an awful website, right? So if you wanted to find me online, <clears throat> you wouldn't find me. Although a lot of people do find me, right? I, mean, I hear one person and they go and tell a hundred people. And then, I mean, I've been, I've been helping people all around the world, right? I mean, which is insane given the situation, right? But when somebody is sent home to die, I mean, honestly speaking, if I told them to, if they ran around the city with their underwear on their head, they would do it, right? Because they're desperate, Mm -hmm. okay? But the good thing about that situation is that they are, I mean, there's no convincing, right? And when number one, I'm not charging anybody for anything, right? You want to come for advice, you're most welcome, Mm. right? Yeah. If you don't want to come for advice, you're most welcome, right? Because I've got plenty of things to do with my time. If somebody needs help, I'm happy to help them. 
Um, maybe I don't need help, whatever. I'm all, I'm happy to not help them, right? If they want to listen, great. You know, I'm happy they listen. If I don't want to listen, uh, great. I'm happy you're not listening, right? I, I don't, I'm not, you know, I don't have any skin in the game, right? If they live, great. If they die, I mean, it doesn't cost me anything, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not losing business and whatever. I mean, obviously, I have compassion and I prefer people to listen if I can. But when people have been given a terminal diagnosis, at that point in time, they truly are listening. Mm-hmm. And when you are then explaining and when you're piecing together their life, right, you're saying, right, OK, you have this problem and this is the trauma or conflict that caused that problem. And then you guide them through their life. And go, oh, yeah, that was the cause of it. And then, and this is how you fix it. Once you start connecting the dots in their life between what's happened and then how it's affected their health and what they've got to do to fix those problems. I mean, again, there's nothing to sell. Right. And and and. Dr. Hummings' findings are binary, right? They're never wrong. Right. Never wrong, right? So you can, you know, you know with conviction exactly what the problem is that caused the health challenge, right? And and it's never wrong. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And when you, once you get, once you get used to guiding people through how to heal themselves, it's a, it's a learned skill, right? I mean, identifying, being able to ease out what trauma caused a problem and what's been happening in their life. I mean, that's a learned skill that takes a little bit of time to develop. But once you have that, anybody who's been sent home to die, I mean, they're all ears, right? I mean, they're just they're just looking for the yeah. answer to the problem. And once you take them to it, they're like, bang, 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 done. Yeah. It's probably fascinating to witness someone make those emotional correlations uh-huh. once you've helped recognize it, like like a, like a wow. timeline, and it, and they have those ahas, and it's I, I yeah, I bet. And I remember when I first learned this, it was 2011, and um, it was like a remembering for me. It was so it was an instantaneous. I wasn't going through at the time any health challenge. I was you know healthy. But th- mm. all through my teenage life, I always had challenges with my bowels and indigestion, and mm. it all made perfect sense. And I could never figure out as a teenager, even I was asking me these questions, even as a child, like, this doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense that I can have mm. all of these tests and no one can tell me anything. It Like, for me, I just, I knew it wasn't right. I knew there had to be something else. So when I same. did hear this, yeah, it was like, same. oh my gosh, exactly that. Same. Yeah, this is it. So I didn't know it. It was all new, but it was like a deep remembering. So mm. I was naturally just, I couldn't put the work down. And so like you, I've been studying this work as well, but it's just, I love hearing people's stories because that's how we learn. We, you know, the more, because, and we're also subjective, like that's why it's an individual job. Like that's why we, I can't heal somebody. You can't heal somebody. They can do it. Nope. They can do it. It's within Only them. So I mean, people ask me, right, how many cancer patients have you healed? I'm like, uh, one, me, right? Because it's not possible to heal anybody else. You can only heal yourself. You can guide, coach, encourage, you know, all of that to get people on the right path and help them understand the problems they have to solve and guide them on how to solve those and all of those things, right? But the heavy lifting, they have to do, right? Because there's, there's nothing you can do, yeah? And if they do it, great. And if yeah. I don't do it, I mean, there's nothing you can do, right? right? I mean, so many times I've 
I've I, in my early days, I, I I got quite heavily invested in in certain certain patients, and some of them died, and it it destroyed me. And I'm mm. just like, I need to learn a different way to do this because I can't. I mean, I'm destroying myself, right? Trying to help others, and it's really it's not it's not good. Mm. Wow. <clears throat> Yeah, part of the learning process, Tanya, right? <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. One of the things, the big things that are, is really just mind-blowing to me is the thought that, you know, because these are biological conflicts that, you know, that's the linchpin, that's the cause. Well, most of the time, it requires a biological solution. And that Absolutely. sometimes, well, it most of the time has to be something practical. And because of our society and our, our culture, we we're just not living aligned to biological lives are we like if it requires us to get a new job we're not willing to get a new job but i think it's because we don't know the importance of it right we're just we're we're not there yet but i feel like as more and more people learn this awareness and this body of knowledge they're going to see the importance of of how yeah like when we know there's a conflict we need to be able to resolve it and and we have to be able to be willing to take the necessary steps to to resolve them for our own well-being and 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 that's the bottom line really so it's it's so empowering isn't it but this this is the, the part 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 of the um the reason that i've embarked upon this journey of starting to author books on this subject mm. is that i mean i you've been studying longer than me right you've been studying 12 years i've been studying 10 years right now you know and i know that to get your head around these medical discoveries and really be able to understand fundamentally dr hummer's work and practically how it relates to your life I mean, it's a mountain to climb, right? And it's mm. really not easy, not easy. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm not the sharpest tool in the kit, right? But you know, you if if you don't if you if you don't have you know a, a huge banging IQ, then you know you've just got to work damn hard, right? And you've got to work damn hard and damn damn long to get to a point where the pennies start dropping, and you really understand what you know what the medical discoveries are about and how you can translate that into your life right so what what i'm trying to do with the book that, that you read and with the other books on my website is i'm trying to build a bridge to dr hummer's work right and i'm trying to i'm trying to write books that anybody with no knowledge of medicine no knowledge of cancer, no knowledge of Germanic healing knowledge or Germanic new medicine should be able to pick up these books, read, understand, and absorb the content. Right? Because we 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 need we need practical, down-to-earth lay language where anybody with no knowledge of the subject can pick it up and say, right, I get it. Right. I understand. So that first book you read um, is, is designed to be an introduction to Dr. Hummer and his medical discoveries. Right. Mm -hmm. 
what I'm now doing is I'm 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 I plan to write one book on each disease, okay, so that I can create a very specific roadmap for each of those health challenges so that it's a very simple step-by-step -step A, B, C, D, E, so that people can understand the cause of the problem and how to solve it. Right. So I've I've written uh, I've written four of those books so far, one on breast cancer, one on testicular cancer, one on IBS and ulcerative colitis, and one on atopic dermatitis. Um I I've according to Dr. Hummer, there's going to be in total about five hundred plus books, right? Of which I'm attempting to write 12 books a year so it's going to take me uh, somewhere between 38 and 40 years right to write all of those books um but it's absolutely critical right because and we have to we have to find ways to make this knowledge accessible yes without having to break your head for 10 years like you and I have done right <laughs> yeah no I it's, so it's... appreciate what you're doing because you're right this has to be easy for anybody to pick up and and we don't have the luck the time luxury we really don't because we need people to start seeing this now um yeah it's it's incredible I just want to kind of talk for you to share about your healing tribune like where people can go to your website and they can sign up for these digests basically. And, and you named right. the four of them that you already have, like these are incredible. And, and this is free. You're offering this for free. So can you just share a little bit about how people can, can do that? Yeah. So what I'm, what I'm trying to do, I'm developing a media property or a media brand I'm lucky I've spent my life in branding, right? So I know a little bit about branding. So I'm I'm developing um this is uh this is two of them, right? So um the brand is called the Healing Tribune, the cause of disease made simple. Right? Perfect. Yes. And then we're gonna have one book, we'll have one book on each subject. <laughs> that. This is background is not very helpful. Okay. <laughs> there's, um, there's really good pictures on your website, but it's nice to see the physical books too. So people yeah. can order the actual physical books. They can, I mean, uh, the, they, they can, they can read the books for free on my website. Right. So yeah. on my website, if you go to, if you go to the tab at the top called the healing tribune, then all of the books are on there and you don't have to buy them. Right. You can, you can, you can read them for free. Right. Um, That's fantastic. So, I mean, the, the, I, it's more important, Tanya, to make to, to to get this information accessible to people than it is to make money from it. Right. Mm -hmm. People need to people need to have access to this medical science. They need to have access to this medical science um, in a way that they can understand it and, and ideally at a price they can afford. Right. Absolutely. So. The book, the books are up on my website. You can read for free. Um, they are, if if you don't like reading on a website or you prefer 
audio books or ebooks or whatever. I mean, <clears throat> the books are available in in paperback, in hardback, and this is a this is a, a hardback. This is a hardback version of the book. Um, so you can get it in hardback, you can get it in paperback, you can get an ebook, um, you can get an audio book. Um, so I'm 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 narrating my own my own audio books. Um, I've converted my walk-in wardrobe into a recording studio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so there, there, are, uh, there are four of those books up at the moment. My main book, Terminal Cancer's Misdiagnosis, that's going to be up on my website by like Wednesday or Thursday of this coming week. Um, so, and then if people want to, if people want to sign up, most welcome either way right sign up to my website they'll what i'm gonna once i've got my main book launched then i'm going to get back to writing again so i think my next book's probably going to be on ovarian cancer and then i've been asked to do something on kidneys and stuff like so i'll start each month i'll start adding another book up there so over time you know it will it, it will become like a an exhaustive resource absolutely for, for for people to go to where they can understand their they, the terminal cancer is just an introduction to dr hummus medical findings right so the other books are i have breast cancer how do i solve it i have testicular cancer how do i so i have ibs ulcerative colitis how do i solve it over each disease let's call it that for now mm-hmm. um you know that there are there's a there's a different course to the problem there's a you know a different path to each solution so you need you need to create that roadmap so that i have one problem to solve i want to solve that one problem right so mm-hmm. i need a very specific roadmap to solve that problem so that's what that's what the healing tribune is going to be so my first book um terminal cancers and misdiagnosis is a flagship brand and that sort of sits on its own all of the other books will all come under the healing tribune okay uh, uh, all 500 books will now look like this right so you'll have one for dermatitis and then one for ibs and whatever but they'll all be under the same brand and this is i've designed this so that it looks like an old newspaper yeah i love um, that the, the idea the idea behind it is that I want this is old knowledge, right? I mean, mm. in various points in history, we've had this knowledge and it's got lost and buried and whatever, all of that stuff, right? So the idea is that this knowledge has always been there. Yep. So now now we're just remembering what it used to be like. So this is like, you know, a 1900s newspaper, right, with the header and stuff on it. So that's the idea. So it's old knowledge that has just come back again. I love that. It reminds me of like, just, I can just see on the library shelves, like encyclopedias, you know, this is what they'll be. And your, the website will really be just one of those bookmark websites on permanent on everybody's desktops, because it's like, I have the learninggnm.com website permanently bookmarked. So of course. Y- yours is going to be another one of those permanent bookmarks. So that is so, so cool, Danny. Um, 
I was hoping that we could just get into maybe one specific thing that was was really cool to me that I found in your book. And I don't I want people to read it and I know they will anyways. I don't want to give away everything you say in that. But something that was really intriguing, I think, would help people, you know, listening a neat little process that you that you teach is the light switch, like switching off downgrading the bio switch fairy. Yeah, yeah, I just thought, you know, that if if people just knew that, like how valuable is that? So, yeah. Okay, let's do that, right? So uh, every disease or biological program, as Dr. Hummer called it, basically has what we call an on switch that triggers it to start. And what Dr. Hummer discovered is that it also has an off switch. So it gets switched on, it gets switched off. Where we go in, we get sick, we get better again. So there's a pro- it's just it's just nature, right? But also each biological program also has a biological purpose, right? So the on switch, right? Now all, all of these all of these biological programs run in our subconscious mind, right? So you don't sit there and say, oh, let me uh, let me just switch on the testicular cancer button, right? So what happens? We have a we have what's commonly known as an emotional trauma, what Dr. Hummer called um, a biological conflict shock. And so what happens? Let's take Dr. Hummer's case because we all know it, right? Dr. Hummer, he in 1978, his son was shot and murdered. And two months after his son died. Um, Dr. Hummer was diagnosed with testicular and stomach cancer, right? So let's stick to the testicular cancer for now. Now, what's happened is his son, 19-year-old son, was shot and murdered. That trauma has basically triggered what doctors call a disease or what Dr. Hummer called a biological program, Um to help him solve a crisis in his life, right? So his son was shot and murdered. He got a he got a tumor on his testicle. The biological purpose of that tumor he later discovered was to in it, it, that tumor was made up of functional tissue, which increased his capacity to produce sperm and testosterone. So biological purpose of that was to increase his capacity to be able to get his wife pregnant so he could replace the child he just lost. So the on switch is the emotional trauma. The biological purpose in this case was to increase Dr. Hummer's capacity to get his wife pregnant. And he didn't know this at the time, but if he had got his wife pregnant, the purpose of that biological program would have been achieved. and. And that biological program would have switched off. It had a purpose. The purpose was achieved. Done. So the tumor that was on his testicle, it would have, it would have then shrunk, gone, the extra tissue would have been removed. His testicle would have gone back to its original size, right? So there's an on switch, which is the trauma. There's a purpose, which is nature's trying to help you to overcome the crisis you're in. And once you overcome it, it switches off and the problem solved, the extra capacity is removed, right? Now, 
The easiest way I, I explain for people to understand the process of tissue being added and removed is just to look at a woman's menstrual cycle. Okay, and a woman's menstrual cycle, in the first half of the menstrual cycle, tissue is added to the walls of the uterus. If she doesn't get pregnant, then she during menstruation, that extra tissue is removed via bleeding, often accompanied by um, pain and cramps so basically tissue is added to the uterus tissue is removed from the uterus it is added and removed and added and removed that fundamental principle applies to our entire biology some places tissues removed first and tissues removed and added afterwards and vice versa now what dr hummer discovered is that this off switch bless you Thank this you. off this off switch what he discovered is that there are, in fact, two off switches, right? If we take Dr. Hummer's example, he would have had to have got his wife pregnant. Now, there was two problems. Number one, he was in his late 40s. He had teenage children. The last thing you'd want to do in your late 40s is to go back into, like, diapers again, right? Nobody wants that. So he wouldn't have wanted kids again anyway. Number two, his wife was past her childbearing years. So a practical resolution of that problem for Dr. Hummer would have been very difficult, even if he had the knowledge at that point in time, which he did not. Right. right? But what he later discovered is that as well as a practical resolution to this problem, there's a second off switch that you can use to switch off disease and pain, I'll tell you how to do pain, where if you can recall the trauma or the biological conflict that started the program running and you connect that conflict to the symptoms of the problem. So in Dr. Hummer's case, he would say, okay, I know I have a tumor growing on my testicle because my son was shot and murdered and nature is increasing my capacity to be able to replace my son who I just lost. Please switch off that biological program when you consciously connect the cause of the problem, the trauma that started the biological program. The trauma that starts the biological program is the on switch, but it's also the off switch. So when you say to yourself, OK, I know that I had testicular cancer or jaw cancer or whatever it is, but that biological program was triggered because I had this problem. When you draw that connection, bang, it switches the cancer off like a light switch. And people are going to think I'm nuts, right? Anyway, that is, it is what it is. I, I strongly advise people not to believe a word I say until you have tried this for yourself, right? Now, I'll give you, I'll, I'll, I'll give you, a, I'll, I'll give you another crazy, a couple of crazy examples, right? Um, I, had, I had cancer in my jaw. So I've got I got all of these are false teeth, right? Oh, oh, these are all all false teeth. All my, all my teeth fell out on this side, and I had to have um, a bone graft on my jaw and reconstructive surgery on my jaw, right? So I had a five-hour surgery. I had thirty-five stitches in my jaw with a bone graft, right? And I took one painkiller at the time of the surgery, and when I got home, I took one more painkiller. Right. And now I've done I've done a lot of exercises where I've switched off pain. So I wake up with bad back. If I can find out what a problem is and connect it immediately. Bang. 15 minutes. Pain gone. Right. It's mind blowing. It's crazy, but it's mind blowing. Mm -hmm. Right. 
So I've I'd never I'd never attempted to switch off pain other than from a biological conflict, right? So I had this five-hour surgery to reconstruct my jaw. And um I woke up next morning and then you got the bum 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 right? I got got all these stitches and all that stuff in my jaw. Um so I said to myself, okay. Let me see if I can switch off this pain from not emotional trauma, but from physical trauma, i.e. like right. dental surgery, right? Right. So then you sit there and say, all right, okay, how am I going to switch this one off, right? And then I sit there and say, right, okay, what is the biological purpose of pain? Okay. And the answer is the biological purpose of pain is to stop you from using something so that it has the time, space, and energy to heal, right? Because if you've hurt your arm, if you put your arm, you rest it, and the pain goes. You start picking your arm up and you start, or if, if you cut your finger, right, and, um, and you don't touch it, it will swell up, whatever. Don't touch it, it will be fine. Start doing the dishes, right? Put your, put your hand into hot water, and they go, ba-dum, 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 right? Because it's telling you, I need to heal this area. Stop using it. Right. Right. So I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, okay, so the biological purpose of pain is to stop you from using something so that it has the time, space, and energy to heal. Right. So I sat there and I said, right, okay. Now I've got no I've got no teeth on this side, right? All my teeth have fallen out, all the all the way, all the way back here, right? I've got no teeth here, and I'm sitting there thinking. Yeah, um, okay, biological purpose of pain is to, is to not use something. I'm not going to use this, right, because I've got no teeth. So I couldn't use it if I wanted to, right? I've got no teeth now. I can't chew anything because I've got no teeth, right? So I'm like, so then I sit there and I say, right, okay, subconscious mind, I'll cut you a deal, right? This is a, the, these are the discussions I have with my subconscious mind, right? Subconscious mind, I'll cut you a deal, right? I won't use this side of my mouth until this heals. So please switch off the pain because I don't need the pain because I'm not going to use it. I promise. Right. And I'm sitting there and all of a sudden from going like this, right. And the pain goes gone. Oh, that's just fascinating. Right. Yeah. My one of one of my close friends had come to stay with me after the surgery, right? And he went out and he bought me a hundred like heavy duty painkillers, right? Never got touched. Wow. Right. And every every time if I woke up, if it started going, or if I if I ate something and I food accidentally went on to this side, right? And like this. So and I'm like. Okay, sorry, subconscious mind. I know we had a deal that I wasn't going to use this, and I know I messed up, right? But back to the original deal. I'm not going to use this. Switch off the pain. Bang, gone. So I went. I went through. I went for a five-hour reconstructive surgery, including a bone graft on my jaw, and I had two painkillers, and that was it. And then, but it's, but Tanya, I'm no, I'm no hero, right? I went through that process with no pain. Yeah. The entire healing process, I went through with zero pain because I switched the pain off, bang, done. 
It was mind blowing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That is why it's so fascinating, the mind. And, and when you can yeah, learn to work Insane, with it like right? that. People, people honestly think I'm nuts, right? And I totally get it, right? <laughs> this sounds utterly insane, right? I mean, it's like, this guy's a nutter. It's like, yeah, no, no, I get it, I get it. But it's not, it's real, right? It's crazy. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> you know, I've I've tried to do that without, before I read your book, I've tried to, uh, you know, talk myself through it. But because um, I every now and then, I, well, probably about four times a year, I get migraine headaches. and you know, I haven't been able to go without a painkiller so far. Like I'll, I'll throw up everything. It's, it's excruciating, but, and I've tried to knowing that it's, you know, it's a healing crisis. And um, so trying to just talk my way through it to downgrade the pain, but I've never tried to, you know, personalize, like personify my subconscious mind the way you did and the way you do. And I think you know, everyone has to find their own way. So I'm definitely going to try that approach next time I, I'm experiencing pain because, you know, we all just, we have to do what works for us. And I haven't found that ability yet. So I'm going to try that, Danny. I think everybody listening should try you, that Tanya. too. Well, next time, next time you have a pain, right? All right. You immediately, you call me to Danny, I have a pain. <laughs> I'm like, come on, let's get it done, Tanya. Let's just like switch that damn thing off. Yeah. And yeah, literally, you can switch it off like a like, now. My 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 wife, for example, she's my you know she's my biggest critic, right, and my biggest supporter, right. But even uh, it took me it took me many years, right. But even now, she said, "Danny, I got this pain in my back or in my breast or in something. What, 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 how do I switch it off?" I'm like, "Okay, da 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 da." She goes, "Bang, okay, done, thanks." back to work <laughs> that's just I love it so much it's, it's so crazy. it's such a game changer. yeah Tanya it's mad right it's truly 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 mad right yeah it's just it's just extraordinary yeah well it's it's say, mad it blows for... me it blows me away yeah it really yeah. blows me away absolutely mostly because we're we're taught not to think this way we're not like it's the furthest thing that we are led to believe that we're capable of so it it does seem mad but in reality it's it's just a natural innate ability that each of us have endowed within us so for you to tap in and share this with everybody i just so appreciate it so yeah it's fantastic you listen to this one right i was with my i was with my wife in um in california my wife's from California, right? So we were there visiting and we're going out for a few days for a break. And on the way out, I get this awful, awful, awful bumping tooth pain, right? And I tried every, I couldn't for the life of me work out what it was, right? So at night time, I took a painkiller and went to sleep, right? But I mean, I had like a sledgehammer, like smashing me in the side of the face and I just could not find the trigger of what caused it, right? Anyway, I go to I go to sleep, okay, and I wake up at three o'clock in the morning. I had a dream. Oh. I, ha I had a dream. What caused my toothache? Right, I had I had this uh, I had I had this breast cancer patient 
for a few years and she had sort of two foot she had one foot in uh, conventional medicine camp and one foot in uh, alternative camp right so she'd come to me seek my advice ignore it go away and then come back six months later hit a crisis come back for advice ignore it go back to the doctors <laughs> come back to me you know seek advice ignore it go back to the doctors right so this went on and on, yes. and on. anyway so she she sadly she got she got sent home to die so then she called me and said danny you're my last chance and um, you know i've been i've been sent home to die and it it was that conflict that self-worth conflict that caused toothache right so not being able to bite the mm -hmm. client right so i woke up at three o'clock in the morning right and we're in some uh trailer park somewhere in the, I don't know, somewhere in the middle of somewhere in california <laughs> or something, right? um and i wake up at three o'clock in the morning and I wake my wife up and I said, I've just had a dream what caused my toothache. She said, what was it? What was it? I said, oh, it's the patient who kept dicking me around and whatever, right? So I said, so then I switched the pain off on my on my tooth, right? From a dream. Oh, now, yeah. you think I'm true, now you think I'm true <laughs> nuts. <laughs> no, I have a dream, right? I have a dream yeah. as to what caused my toothache. I wake up at three o'clock in the morning. I wake my wife up and say, I know what's caused the toothache. I've just had a dream. So I told her, she said, okay, switch off and go back to sleep. <laughs> I woke up next morning. Oh, God. Oh, it's just oh, awesome. God. Never going back again, right? I mean, oh, mate, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, this is crazy, right? But It's just amazing. Well, I just, I so appreciate your energy and your dedication to sharing this knowledge and helping people really understand it who have never heard of it and and so it doesn't feel and and seem so unreachable because I know it was very yeah. well it still is overwhelming for me there's still so much to to learn as you were saying yeah, like it's yeah, it is overwhelming true. but just reading the book you know terminal cancers and misdiagnosis that that was like I I could feel comfortable sharing that with people who know what I, I teach and help people understand and, and totally are against it. I would feel really comfortable with being like, okay, then here, read this. Like, this is totally understandable. It's comprehensive and there's examples. And so, yeah, I just so appreciate it, Danny. I'm so glad that I happened to be on the email list that the book was shared because I don't know, I'm sure eventually I would have came across you, but, um, you know, timing is always so perfect. It's impeccable. And, and so Yes, yeah, so very grateful for your time, and I would I would love to bring you on again at some point and and continue on with your mad stories. <laughs> I mean, if you want, I mean, so I'm doing I'm doing uh, hopefully a, like a book a month, right? So I know you you're going to be busy. If, if you if you want to do a deep dive, do an IBS deep dive or breast cancer deep dive or whatever. I mean, you want to. You can, do most, you can do one once a month if you like. We we'll do a deep dive on each book or whatever, so people can understand it. I mean, I, I, anything's possible, right? I mean, I'm very happy to be a pleasure. Yes, yeah. I look forward to connecting again with you, Danny. And I will leave a link in the show notes for your website, of course, and and then your book. You said that'll be launching uh, or available for people to purchase who want to. When will it be available to like leave reviews on Amazon and stuff like that? Okay. Um, so it's going to be hopefully up for sale on my website by Wednesday or Thursday of this okay. week. My website is my name, danny-carroll.com, D-A-W-M-Y-C-A-R-R-O-L-L.com. 
that's my main website i have a shop on the website that that you can go to this book will be up wednesday or thursday of this week um including the audio books and the ebooks and everything hopefully this week it will be up now i'm i'm i need to get people before i can publish it on amazon i need to get people who've read the book and are prepared to give an honest review so that when i put it up on amazon apparently when you put it on amazon if people buy and review the book it it drives the algorithm so that they so that amazon shares it with more people yeah and that's definitely so, what we want yeah so i need to get 200 people lined up um, i've got like 30 at the moment so i've got i still have some way to go and i can't i can't publish that until i until i have those people lined up so would people um who after have read it can they just email you with a review and and then just leave it with you well there i mean in uh, the way amazon works is that in order in order to leave a review you have to I think be a verified purchaser. So what I'm okay. planning to do is to put the you buy an ebook for like 99 cents, right? So you have to buy a book, yeah, in in order to for Amazon to know that you bought it and therefore you've read it after you bought it, right? So and then you can leave and, and then you and then you post the review after after you bought the book. So when I get 200 people lined up, I'll put a process in place. So right, okay, between this dates and this dates, I'm going to put it up for 99 cents. Please download a, a copy of the book during this period of time. Oh, okay. And and then they can then post the review after they've downloaded that book. Okay, I mean, that's clear. I mean, I've I've never done this before, right? So you know, I'm I'm learning as I'm going. Um, this is my current understanding of it until it changes or whatever. But this is what I believe needs to be done in order to make sure that the launch happens with the wind in its sails which is obviously what we need right okay wonderful well that is clear and i'll make sure to put the link to to your website in the show notes and yeah it's been a real pleasure danny thank you so very much likewise sanya absolutely loved it thank you thank you so much for taking the time to tune into this episode if you found some value in it please consider subscribing and leave an honest review in itunes I'd love to help get this information out to more people and go ahead and share it with a friend. You can reach and connect with me at tanyaverquin.ca or on the socials at tanyaverquin.